0: Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer L'Qut Moran. We last left off exploring this idea of the drawing down, the Ruach HaChayim, this ultimate life force from on high that can come ultimately to fill lacks in our lives. We're going to pick it up right where we left off, V'zeu Shadiktik, and these are the particulars having to do with the following pasuk, the following verse in Sefer Tehillim. That I am the Lord your God that brought you up out of the land of, of Egypt. And we received the Torah there with this life force, and it was then specifically that the verse is able to continue to say open your mouth and it will be filled this is the concept of the vowel of malapum signifying one being full and the filling of our lack if you're not clear on what this is I recommend going back to the previous class, which is the concept of a completing, a fulfillment of any lack, any personal lack. Because after the Jewish people got out of Egypt, which is this concept that the verse talks about of being lifted out of the, of Egypt. And then we were nullifying this concept of the the minimizing of the ruach, of the life force. There's no more minimizing of this life force. Once we got out of Mitzrayim, it's like the shackles came off, and we were able to really, really fill those lacks. That's called getting out of Mitzrayim. And you can see this is not only talking about practically getting out of Egypt, when Moshe Rabbeinu took the Jewish people out of Egypt, but also... On our day-to-day, when we're able to break out of our personal Mitzrayim, as we've mentioned before, the word Mitzrayim, the svasemis, and others, recognize that the letters of Mitzrayim also make up the word Mitzarim, that that which holds us back. When we're able to Ma'alcha, to rise up out of these things that hold us back, that fills our lacks, when we can really recognize our potential. Because we received the Torah, and there, there's that this life force, so we're able to to get bigger, to get out of our Mitzrayim. Azdaika, and then there were these particulars as follows. Har-chev picha v'malehu, and then once we have this life force, we're able to open up our mouths wide and to fill it. One of the exciting opportunities of, of personal growth is when you realize how big you can open your mouth. When I say that, I mean how, how tremendous our personal potential really is and that we can reach it. V'malehu, and our mouth could be f- filled. One of the challenges is being able to draw down this life force, being able to recognize how great I can be. What is my ultimate potential? And not, God forbid, be held back. The Mitzarim, the Mitzrayim, the Egypt that holds us back in life. We have to break through, and the the Ruach HaChaim helps us break through, and then we can open our mouths wider, and we can achieve even more. This whole concept is the idea of filling a lack in oneself. Bechinas melopum, which is the concept of a full mouth. Bchinas Hashem kol that Hashem fills all that is asked of him, kanal, as we learned about above. Therefore, Therefore, we mention the getting out of Mitzrayim in conjunction with tzitzis, our tzitzis, our talis, our four-cornered garment that we wear on a daily basis. Because tzitzis, as we learned about before, is connected to this ruach this life force, which is the idea of all the angles, all the winds, and each direction that's around us coming together. The tzitzis, when you wear them, you have two in the front, two in the back. It's all encompassing. It's all around us. So is this life force, like we learned about above. Gam, additionally... Rabbi Nachman also taught when telling this idea about the Ruach HaChaim and the ability to draw it down, and when we can draw it down the Ruach HaChaim, we fill lacks in ourselves and in others in the world. He also talked about the idea that there are 12 hours in a day and there are 12 hours at night. And there are within those hours 12 different spellings, different permutations of the one of the names of God. The name of God that is spelled with a yud and a he, and then a vav and a he. So there are four different slots in that in that name, but two letters are repeating, meaning there are 12 different permutations of that particular name. The whole shah yesh tseruf acher, and each hour has a different permutation of that particular name of of God. The whole shah nichlekes letav tav reish pei chalakim. That each and every hour is broken up into one thousand and eighty different pieces, different parts. The whole chilek the chilek mitav tav reish pei chalakim. She bo gam kain tseruf Hashem. And going further, that each one of these 1080 pieces that, that an hour can be broken down into, each of these moments has its own permutation of Hashem. And all of this corresponds to this life force that is in the pulse. This is both a person's pulse and the pulse of life, as we learned about before. Reb Nassim is saying, I didn't merit to really hear this idea well, but I wanted to share it here because I know that it's connected. I forgot a little bit about this, says Reb yavinu, And the wise ones will understand. I believe it's necessary to pause for a moment and break this down a little bit. The Abister, Hashem fills our lacks. When there's something that we're missing, Hashem will fill that. When you look at the clock, And we're not speaking only about the daytime and not only about the nighttime and not only about each hour of the 12 of the day and the 12 hours of the night, the 24 hours of the day, but even within each hour, there are, halachically speaking, 1,080 halakim, 1,080 pieces breaking down each of those hours. And each of those pieces has its own permutation of Hashem. So Hashem fills each and every moment that exists in this world. It's our job to tap into that. How do we do that? As we learned a little bit earlier, we have to actively be rid ourselves of of negativity, of the negative forces. We can't say, I'm going to hold on to this and not this, or this and not this, unless the good that we're holding is all that we're holding on to. When we're still grabbing on to things negative, to the negative forces, moving forward and being able to draw down that Ruach hayim, that life force, into the positive spaces in our world will be very, very challenging. We need to be rid ourselves of Of negativity, As we learned about a few shiurim ago, we have to recognize, parse out the good from the bad. We need to actively recognize the good and recognize the evil and actively drop the evil, holding on to the good. When we're able to do that, we can properly draw down that ruach haim and we can allow Hashem to fill our lacks. Ois Yud, number 10. The chariots of Hashem are... Tens of thousands. Bechinas alufe esov. This is the concept of the thousands of Eesov. Asov represents absolute negativity. And there are leaders that run the side of, of evil, run the side of negativity. And they, they are the concept of Eesov. And through this idea that the Pasuk says, of the multitudes of godly chariots, which is connected to this idea of the receiving of the Torah. Why is that? Because from there, from the place of our receiving of the Torah, because we received this life force that is connected, is part and parcel with Rabbis of holiness, the holy leaders, to the exclusion of the leaders of Asav, and through this idea of Alfe Shinan, the thousands upon thousands, like our rabbis say on that particular pasuk in the Gemara, what are they saying? Al Shinan El Don't read Shinan, but rather read She'Enon, that there are none. Which is this idea of Kabbalah Satorah when we receive the Torah, so then the rabbis, the leaders of holiness, were able to come out as opposed to the leaders of Esav. Shesham Haruach de Rava Kadusha. Because there, meaning that Kabbalah Satorah, that revelation, revealed this ability, this Rav de Kadusha, this holy rabbi. And through this, Nizbat Linva nichnain alufe. Through this, the revelation of Torah and the connection to great people, to big tzaddikim, to holy rabbis, were able to nullify and subdue the leaders of asav the leaders of the side of negativity, these multitudes of asav of, of evil, because they, these leaders of asav represent the Rabbi of negativity. We learned in earlier Shi'urim, there are rabbis that represent Kedusha of holiness, and then there are rabbis that represent the side of negativity. And we want to do our best. We must strive to find leaders who sit in the realm of Kedusha of holiness, and not, God forbid, just appear to sit in the realm of holiness, but rather actually do. The word Asav is used, possibly, because Asav did have some, some good character traits, in particular, Chazal say, our rabbis teach us, that Esav was tremendous in the mitzvah of kibud Av, of honoring his father. So it could be that he just puts that out in the front and everyone says, look, he's a big tzaddik. However, that's only on the surface. When a person is able to dive deeper, we can see that Esav represents the side of negativity. It's our job to nullify, to subdue, to overcome the side of the klipa, the side of negativity, the side that is led by esav. That when we reread this idea, it's not just that there are many and multitudes of leaders of both sides. Now we're talking about the sides of positivity and the sides of esav and the klipa and the evil, evil negativity. So closing it up, what does this verse mean, according to Rabbi Nachman, learning from Chazal here? It's not simply saying that there are myriads of godly chariots, but we're we're digging deeper than that. With these tons of, of godly chariots... Alfe, meaning the alufe esav, the leaders of negativity are there, and not just Shinon, that there are many, many of them, but She'enon, that when we're able to tap into that Rechev Elohim the godly chariot, the side of Kedusha, the side of positivity, and particularly the Rav de Kedusha, the rabbi of holiness, the super tzaddik, when we can tie into that and draw down that life force, so then we're able to totally nullify the leaders of Asov and then She'enon. Then they're not there anymore. They're totally gone. It's up to us to dive deep, to find that positivity and win the war with that. There is no part of, there is no middle ground of, well, I'm good where I am, so I'm just going to sit back and enjoy my life. That's not how Judaism works. That's not how the, the spiritual realms work. There's a side of negativity that's trying to overcome, and there's a side of positivity that we have the opportunity to tap into. Sitting back will only allow the Rav Deklipa, the side of negativity, to take over. The way to beat that side, the way to overcome negativity and evil, is to constantly be drawing down more Kedusha, more holiness, more positivity into our lives, and holding that will ultimately lead to the overcoming of the sides of negativity. We all have influences in our lives. Some are great and some are not so great. In order to have a fighting chance to stand up to those influences that are not so great, we must be regularly adding Kedusha, adding holiness to the entirety of our life, not only for the year, not only for the month, not only for the week, not only for the day, and not only for the night, not only for the hour, but for the 1,080 moments that happen within each of those to infuse them with holiness and positivity, wishing us strength and blessing and success in that endeavor, wishing everyone a beautiful day.